welcome to the Investing Mastermind podcast. My name is Sina Lonholt. And I'm Michelle Markey. Today, Michelle and I are going to talk about some of the books we've read and recommend a couple of books for beginner investors that we've read ourselves. And we definitely recommend that you could read if you are a beginner investor. So the books we're talking about today are all beginner books. It's something that's easy to digest, easy to read. For beginners, there are books on every side of the spectrum within the Warren Buffett style of investing. There's the very heavy books. And then, then there's books that cater more to beginners. And as an investor, it's a good idea to read a lot of books and get familiarized with the investing topics. And these are definitely some of the ones that we found are the best out there. For sure. And I know that I read all of these books in the beginning of my learning to be more like a Buffett style investor. And I'd come across other personal finance and sort of investing books before, but these are specifically the kind if you want to be able to invest, like the best investors, Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger. So with that, I think one of the books that I really enjoyed reading early on was the Monish Pabrai Dondo Investor, because it's a pretty short book and pretty simple and easy to read. And Monish Pabrai breaks down principles of investing with stories that are fun and with odds that I think everybody can relate to, like heads I win and tails I don't lose much. So if we think about that, he actually says that you can get high returns with low risk, which you would think that's impossible to do. Usually you would think when you're investing in the stock market, you have to put your money in risky stuff to get high returns, but that's actually not the case if you read Monish Pabrai's book. And Sina, what are your thoughts about Dundo Investor? Yeah, I also love that book. And I would actually say it's an excellent audio book. Some of the books we're talking about today, some of them are better in physical form or on a reader, while others are good as audiobooks. And I actually think one of you know, the, the Dando Investor is a great audiobook. It talks a lot about probabilities, as you mentioned, Michelle. And one of the stories that we're both very fond of is about the Patel family that grew a successful accommodation business using the Indian principle of Dando, which is, as Michelle mentioned, that heads I win until I don't lose much. That is the essence of it, that there's a high probability of reward and a low risk rate. And uh, it's very inspirational to actually start out with this book to get that understanding of risk and reward deep under your skin in terms of, of value investing. Yeah. And, and what's really cool about the Patel family story is that once upon a time, there was probably a great, great, great grandpa Patel who came from India to the United States and he got his first motel and the workers he hired to run the motel were his own family members. Like his wife would cook the breakfast and his children might vacuum and clean some of the rooms. And by doing this as a first family endeavor, they were able to slowly work their way to now owning 50% of the motels or hotels in the U.S. And then, you know, even if the motel or hotel doesn't say, Patel Motel, it might have a different name, but 
there's a lot of them that own these hotels and I'm just going to call them hotels from now on. And it's an incredible story of how, you know, you work your way up gradually. You, you start in a business that you're able to handle. And then as you gain earnings, you can then invest in your second hotel and then hire more people beyond your family or maybe hire the cousins and the aunties from India and grow your family network in the U.S. So that happens to be a very family business oriented story, but it just goes to show with any kind of business people might start. You start out small and then you grow. And that's a beautiful thing with the Dundo investor of how, you know, you just keep persevering until you succeed. Great book to to start out with. Another book we definitely need to talk about in this show that we've also read both of us and that actually inspired a lot of the way in our journey is Invested by Danielle Town and it's co-authored by her dad, Phil Town. What I like about the book is that it's about a woman who's really uncomfortable about the whole investing concept, super uncomfortable about it. And I think a lot of people out there are at least a lot of the people I talk to and I have a business with clients and a lot of them are really, really uncomfortable even talking about investing. So what I like is that she has that approach and then her dad, Phil Town, is an investor and has been an investor for many years. And in the book, she shares what he taught her and the journey she had with investing from transforming of being really uncomfortable to really getting it and understanding what it's all about and and actually being quite surprised that it's not as scary as she thought I had a lot of aha moments reading the book. And one aha moment I want to mention is about the inflation rate. So I knew that inflation was increasing every year. It's about 3% on average. But I've never put it in a context of, well, then I need a savings account that will also give me this annual rate of return of more than 3%. And right now, inflation is even higher. At this time, we've recorded this show. So you will need an even bigger return these days than 3%. There are, I can tell you, no savings account here in Denmark where I live with that kind of return. So the only thing I can do is to invest in the stock market to get this rate of return. And that made so much sense to me. And that's when I got really like super intentional and serious about investing like Warren Buffett. It was a game changer for me, this book. Michelle, what do you think about Invested? What aha moments did you have? The book is absolutely amazing. And I highly recommend it to all my friends and family to read that, to really get started in investing in what I believe is the right way to invest, like Buffett and Munger. And I first came across Invested, the podcast back in 2017. And I learned a lot of the lessons that they first introduced in the book in their own podcast. So I think they kind of transcribe some of their podcasts into the book. So a lot of it mm -hmm. reinforced yeah. for me what Danielle was learning from her father. And she was a burned out lawyer in Boulder, Colorado. And then she was like, there has to be a better way. Like, I don't want to be an old person. And then I get a heart attack or a stroke working so hard. And there has to be an easier way to generate wealth and save and not have to just be 
you know, a slave to working a nine to five or in a lawyer's case, working like 24 seven, you know, not be stuck in just like this working forever mode. So in order to have a work-life balance, she turned to her father who she knew was a successful investor. And he taught her how she should be trying to invest. And like you said, she had those aha moments and I related to her with some of her family's upbringing. And I thought that that was very authentic of her to share with everybody about her own family struggles and why she may have not trusted her father right away or why she kind of was rejecting learning, investing and in math for a little bit because it wasn't her strong suit. And also she associated with some of her father's actions in the past. So she was a little bit resistant. So I appreciate that she came around to learning investing because she realized it was to her own benefit. And so what I really enjoy about the book is how it's sort of like a cookbook recipe of how you should think about investing, like the principles and also the formulas that you can use because Phil Town has come up with his formulas for valuing a company and a business. So one way is called the 10 cap, which is like how you might evaluate real estate and you want to get, say, at least 10% of a return on your investment if you invest in, say, a house that you rent out. And in a similar way, that might be what you would expect out of a stock. So 10 cap is getting 10% at least out of your investment. And then there's also the margin of safety calculation and also payback time. So across some of these valuation methods, it gives you a range of possibilities and not saying that you have to only go with one of them, but you get a range. So you might get a low end, a middle end and a high end of possible amounts that you could pay for a stock and still have a margin of safety, which if you listen to some of our previous podcast episodes, you know that getting a margin of safety means that you're getting a wonderful business at a discount to what it's really worth. And that discount could be as much as 10% or even as great as 50%. So you could be getting a whole range of discounts on amazing businesses that hopefully you'll be invested in for many years. So yeah, I just thought that this is the way to show people of a tangible easy to relate to way to get started. And you don't even need to invest with much. You could get started with a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars, like whatever you can afford, but you better get started sooner than later. So I really enjoyed Invested. I have also recommended the book to a lot of people. And some of these people came back and said, ah, you know, it wasn't for me. So what I do when Invested isn't really for them, then I recommend Phil Town's book, Payback Time, which is also a great beginner's book. Phil Town has authored two books. One of them is called Payback Time and another book is Rule Number One. From these two books, I personally prefer Payback Time. And maybe it's because I read that book first and then... I found Will One was repetitive, but I find that payback time is really clear and concise. And he's super passionate about teaching everyone how to invest instead of buying mutual funds. He's very passionate about that in the book. So he wants us to invest like Warren Buffett and not to buy or listen to fund managers. So in the book, there are some great calculation models that I found really, really helpful. And there's a really great introduction to Phil's investing strategy, which is like Warren Buffett, but he also has his own experience that he got from, I believe it was 
the 90s where he was into venture capital. So he used to invest in startups back in the day and has been, you know, he's been doing Warren Buffett style investing the whole time, but he also dipped a bit into startups that he's talked about in the past. And what I really like about it is that he combined those learnings. And in a previous show, we've talked about that we all have our own kind of Warren Buffett style investing where we draw from different investors and, and this is how he did it. So yeah, I really enjoyed reading Payback Time and that's the one I recommend if if people aren't into invested. And they're they're all really great foundational books. Like Rule One came out before Payback Time. So Rule One is really where Phil Town sets his original thesis down and he updated some of those principles in Payback Time. So you might see a little bit of outdated examples from both because I think Rule One came out in 2006 and Payback Time in 2010 and invested came out in 2018 so the one i recommend most is the one that's most recent because i think it uses more updated examples where danielle talks about how she loves whole foods and chipotle and they use some of the stock market experiences with those stocks and what happened with them so i think that that helps in a more modern way and with updated resources because you know there might not be some of the reference websites online anymore, or they might not have the same user interface mm -hmm. as they did yeah. back in the mid 2000s in <laughs> yeah. Bill's original book. So yeah, it's, I think it's helpful, at least to me to have more updated reference points. Yeah. But I think those are great foundational books as well to really understand from the original Phil Town, because when he talks about payback time, he's saying that if you invest, you want to expect your money back in eight years. So what price are you able to pay today where you can get your money back in eight years of earnings of the company paying you back? Not like directly per se, but essentially by earning money, you technically might consider your investment paid back if you pay a mm -hmm. low enough price. Yeah. And then also he talks about, say, some of the five growth rates or the big five numbers that you want to look at, and they include the revenue growth rate, it's also known as sales growth rate, and the free cash flow growth rate, and the earnings per share growth rate, and the book value per share growth rate, and the return on invested capital growth rate. So I know all of that might just sound like a bunch of financial jibber jabber, but if you read these books, you will come to understand what those growth rates mean and why they're significant to help you come up with what price to pay for these stocks if you're interested so yeah hopefully you'll get something out of those books as well yeah and and you know payback time as you mentioned you know projecting eight years is actually something he got from venture capital where you typically would value a company by saying okay where do we think this is going in the future but then projecting it back in time interesting concept that phil town came up with and not necessarily warren buffett but where it all fits in perfectly with warren buffett's principles what else have you read well i think also one of the really great books that can help a lot of beginner investors is the education of a value investor by guy spear who is also buddies with the towns and he's best friends with monish pabrai and i think that his book was really great to learn and that many people think like if you want to get into investing or finances that you have to go to business school or you have to work on Wall Street. But 
even though Guy Spear did all those things, like he went to fancy colleges like Harvard and Oxford, and then he realized what he was taught when he worked on Wall Street was that you put a lot of eggs in a lot of baskets, but he realized that that was not the best way to get above average performance. If you want to be above average, you have to put few eggs in one basket or a limited number of baskets. You can't be putting all your eggs in too many baskets like mutual funds. You should put them in very few baskets, like very few company stocks. And like, you know, if you look at Guy Spears portfolio, which you can see on Data Roma or other sources, you can see that even Guy Spear has less than 15 holdings as, as far as American stocks. I don't know what international stocks he has, but if you have American listed company stocks, he doesn't have that many either. So he's still sticking very close to the Warren Buffett style of putting very few eggs in very few baskets. And this book is a little bit different than some of the others we've talked about because it is a memoir where Guy Spear gives us the, the backstory, which is super inspiring about how he came to the Warren Buffett style investing strategy. As you also mentioned, Michelle, the journey he was on. What I like about this book is that it gives a really solid understanding of the mindset of the investor. And it's an incredible, honest and humble book. I have read it several times and every time I get something new out of it. So even though I'm not a beginner anymore, I still get a lot out of, of reading this book, even as a seasoned investor. So I highly recommend it. And one disclaimer is that I did get my copy from Guy, who was generous enough to, to share a copy with me. I read it before I actually got <laughs> a copy from him. And back then I, I recommended it as well. It is absolutely amazing. Great book. Yeah. And it just goes to show that uh, in many ways, Guy Spear seemed to, you know, have a spiritual awakening through coming across the Buffett style. And he felt like what he was doing before was all wrong. So it just goes to show, like Buffett has said, we don't need to go to business school necessarily. You can become a great investor even without those fancy academic credentials. So this should be highly encouraging to find someone who had been there, done that, and then realize there's even a better way than even the academic route. And it's not to say that you don't need school because we do need school to some degree, but what is often taught in business school actually is counter to what Buffett style is all about. Like you might learn about alpha and beta and beta might be considered a measure of risk by thinking that the more volatile, like going up and down a stock price might be, the more risky the academics will tell you. But Buffett has disproven that claim time and again by investing in a way where it actually, by concentrating your investments in the few stocks you really understand the underlying business of, you actually can reduce risk and still get high returns like Monish Pabrai talked about. So that's where we come full circle of, you know, it's like a big happy family. And when you get to learn the lessons in these books, you get to feel like you're part of this amazing community of like-minded investors. And that's one of my biggest takeaways is that 
it just is cumulative knowledge and wisdom and just like how you get to compound your money in amazing businesses, you get to compound the warm and fuzzy feelings by reading these books. And then you get to befriend these investors if you reach out to them on LinkedIn or on social media. And they're super nice and they're willing to help you. And it's just amazing. And one of the biggest lessons I also got from Guy Spear is that it's better to be a giver than to be a taker. And He's so generous. Like he writes mm -hmm. thank you notes to people and I want to do that. So like I wrote a letter to Guy Spear handwritten. I did not type it up and he wrote back to me and it was just so nice. So it's amazing how far you can go if you put out positive giving energy into the world. Yeah. And he's definitely one of the, you know, best people out there really. Also, he's got his own fund, Aquamarine Fund. And if you like this style of investing, but don't want to invest yourself, his fund is definitely worth checking out. So that's another option for you if, if you don't want to invest yourself, but if you like the Warren Buffett style investing. Yeah. And also, uh, if you want to learn more about some of this, you can also check out Phil Towns' website, rule1investing.com. And he's got a lot of free resources and calculators of how you go about valuing businesses. So there's even more that you can do to add to this knowledge, even beyond the books. And like we already talked about the invested podcast, which Sina and I still listen to, to this day. So, you know, it's amazing how far we've all come. And I'm super grateful to all of these investor authors for the books and materials they put out into the world and and just sharing the knowledge. And I think the more that we share and help people, the better that we will all be. So with that, uh, Sina, did you have any closing thoughts on the beginner books we talked about today? Yeah. So one thing I want to, to share is that I personally have a really, really long list of books I should read, and I'll probably never get to read all of them. And sometimes... I have a lot of time to uh, read the books and sometimes not so much. And it's some of them are great audiobooks. Some of them don't really work as audiobooks. And it's really trying to find that balance there ahead of the Berkshire Hathaway Festival for Investor, as it's called these days. Warren Buffett, he usually shares a list of books that he recommends investors to read. And you can find these lists online. Just Google it. Charlie Munger picks some books, too, for the list. There's a, a local bookstore in Omaha called The Bookworm, and they publish this list every year and give shareholders a discount that come to the meeting. You don't have to go to the meeting to read the books. You can find the list online and then buy the books and read them or get inspired by what is on this book list. Yeah, and some of those also have biographies and Poor Charlie's Almanac, and there's so many wonderful books that you could read and learn from. So, yeah. Yep. So with that, there are so many other books we could have talked about, but we don't have more time today. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We will be back on Tuesday. So till next time. If you enjoyed the show and found the content informational, we would be super grateful if you would leave us a review and follow us wherever you get your podcasts so you automatically get new episodes in your feed. We publish a new show every Tuesday.
The contents of the Investing Mastermind podcast are for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. None of this is investing advice. And if you need help in your personal situation, please consult with a professional.